Wilton Cardinal Gregory, Archbishop of Washington, D.C., is extraordinarily generous with other people's money. We are Republicans, and don't propose to leave our party and identify ourselves with the party whose antecedents have been rum, Romanism, and rebellion. We are loyal to our flag. Dr. Samuel D. Burchard, Presbyterian minister and Union Civil War veteran. As a blogger in the year of our Lord 2021, it's hard sometimes to know what to focus on. Not for lack of topics, mind you. Not at all. Rather, it's because there are just so many things that that demand attention it's can be hard to know where to begin. We have anti-Christian and anti-white critical race theory running rampant, taking over governments at all levels, corporations, schools, universities, and the media. The illegitimate Biden regime has declared war on the deplorables, seeking to brand them all as white supremacist insurrectionists for the crime of political disagreement. COVID vaccine tyranny threatens our civil liberties in a way that was unimaginable just two years ago. Our economy is in free fall. The federal government is spending money like a drunken sailor. The Federal Reserve, America's central bank, is printing money at a fantastic pace to finance that spending and to keep the financial system from imploding. Oh, and then there's climate change and the Green New Deal. I can't neglect to mention these frauds. There's all that. And then there's the illegal immigration crisis at our southern border, a crisis deliberately brought about by the treasonous policies of the Biden regime. A crisis that serves several purposes. At a time when millions of Americans are unemployed or underemployed due to the tyrannical COVID lockdown polices favored by the Democrats, this is a gift to the cheap labor lobby. A second purpose is that of importing Democrats, diluting the votes of the historic American nation, and setting up permanent, single-party democratic rule. The party whose antecedents have been rum, Romanism and rebellion wants to do to the whole nation what it did to California. But a third purpose, and perhaps really the first purpose, is to continue Romanizing America through illegal immigration. Joseph R. Biden is a Roman Catholic and openly carries out the Vatican's immigration policy designed to subvert the United States of America by turning it into an ungovernable Tower of Babel, to overthrow the biblical and Protestant Westphalian World Order, WWO, and to institute the New World Order, NWO, an anti-Christian, technocratic, satanic form of world government. But while the Roman Catholic Church State, RCCS, has openly, loudly, and constantly worked to undermine the WWO through mass migration, hardly anyone seems to notice this. Yet once you see it, you can't unsee it. A recent example of Rome's open assault on the United States, I write here of American, because I'm an American and know the situation here better than I do other places, but make no mistake, what Rome is doing to America, it's doing to European nations and other nations throughout the world, came from Archbishop of Washington, D.C., Cardinal Wilton Gregory. In an article titled D.C. Archbishop, American must share our abundance with illegal aliens, the Archbishop openly argued that Congress has an obligation to commit treason against the American people by granting amnesty to the approximately 11 to 22 million illegal aliens living in the United States. Said Gregory. Catholic social teaching upholds the principle that every person has the right to live in his or her own homeland in security and dignity. However, when loss of work forces migration, we must welcome them, protect them and share our abundance with them. Standing in solidarity with our migrant brothers and sisters means once again raising the question, will we care for our neighbor? After years of delay, the 117th Congress now has an opportunity to be courageous by addressing immigration in a comprehensive and productive way. Note well Gregory's use of the term must. According to the Archbishop, Congress has a moral obligation to grant amnesty to illegal aliens. The granting of amnesty to those who violated American immigration law is not merely a matter of policy, says the Archbishop, but an ethical imperative. 
The basis for this moral imperative, says Gregory, is that people have a right to migrate or to immigrate. Now it's important to understand what the RCCS means by this. Rome doesn't simply mean that people have a right to move from one nation to another, but that the citizens of the receiving state have a moral obligation to shower the newcomers with fabulous cash and prizes in the form of goodies from the welfare state. This is what Wilton means when he says, we must, share our abundance with them. One of the most offensive aspects of Rome's calls for immigration treason is its coyness when it comes to who bears the cost for its pharisaical moralizing. Just as the Pharisees of old tied up burdens heavy to bear on men's backs but would not themselves so much as lift a finger to bear them, so too does the RCCS hold itself out as some great force for moral goodness while dumping the cost of its pronouncements off on others. In this case, it's the citizens of the United States who will bear the cost of Wilton's nonsense. Wilton, like Rome generally, is quite generous with other people's money. But while Rome usually hides behind the fog of generalities when it comes to who pays for its migrant pronouncements, every now and then a Catholic writer spills the beans. Writing in the introduction to Exel Familia, the Church's Magna Carta for Migrants, editor Rev. Gelivo Tesserolo wrote, In undertaking this work, I took cognizance of a significant social fact of our time, that, due to enormous financial implications, the phenomenon of emigration will find some relief only in the English-speaking countries. The vast influx of immigrants into Canada and Australia confirms that fact. In other words, Tesserolo thought that only the Anglosphere could bear the enormous costs of mass welfare migration. He was surely right in this. Note well, Tesserolo's remarks exclude the U.S., because he wrote in 1962, three years before America opened the immigration floodgates with the 1965 Immigration Act, an act signed into law by then-President Lyndon Johnson. During the signing ceremony, Johnson attributed the act to, the vision of the late beloved President John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Americans' first Roman Catholic president, and to the support given to this measure by the then Attorney General and now Senator, Robert F. Kennedy, also a son of Rome. It was Rome that helped gift American with the welfare state, and it was Rome that they used that weaponized that welfare state to supercharge immigration, migration, and refugee resettlement for the purposes of undermining America and then turning from a free and sovereign republic into another cog in the globalist machine. Not only is the historic American nation being dispossessed as it is overrun with replacement migration, but it is also forced to pay for the privilege of its own dispossession. This is truly diabolical and is exactly what one would expect from Antichrist and Mystery Babylon. One important theoretical point that Cardinal Wilton did not mention in his attack on the American nation is Rome's unbiblical theory of property called the Universal Destination of Goods, UDG. I've written extensively about the UDG in this space and will not repeat all that I have said on the subject. One example can be found here. For our purposes today, I'll simply remark that Rome's conception of private property is probably not the same as yours. You likely think that your title to property gives you the legal and moral the exclusive right to use and to dispose of the things you own. But Rome doesn't see it that way. In Rome's unbiblical economic and political thought, need is the only criterion for ownership. If someone needs an item you possess, it is that person's right, or the government's, to take it from you and to give it to him for his use. This, in a nutshell, is the UDG. A second idea underlying Rome's theory of immigration is a concept called the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man, Fogbaum. John Robbins explains Fogbaum in his masterful book Ecclesiastical Megalomania, where he quotes John Paul II in one of his encyclicals, Solicitudo Re Socialize, on the social concern. Wrote John Paul II, the teaching and spreading of her social doctrine are part of the Church's evangelizing mission. One of the ways the RCCS seeks to evangelize the world with its social doctrine and through mass, illegal, taxpayer-subsidized immigration. Writing in Strangers No Longer, 
SNL, SNL is a 2003 position paper co-authored by the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops and their Mexican Conference of Catholic Bishops. Essentially, it functions as the bishop's game plan for subverting the United States of America through mass, taxpayer-funded illegal immigration from Mexico and other Latin American nations, the bishops conclude. As bishops we have decided, in the words of Pope John Paul II, to put out into the deep 31 in search of common initiatives that will promote solidarity between our countries, particularly among the Catholics of both countries, America and Mexico. We are committed to the new evangelization of our continent and to the search for new ways of leading our peoples to encounter Christ, who is the path to conversion, communion and solidarity, emphasis mine. Worth noting in this quote are the words the path to conversion, communion and solidarity. These are taken from Pope John Paul II's 1999 Exhortation Ecclesia in America, in which the Pope writes, The Virgin of Guadalupe, Our Lady of Guadalupe, is venerated as Queen of all America. And by America, the Pope means the whole continent, not the nation commonly called America. The Pope goes on to call Our Lady of Guadalupe the patroness of all America and the star of the first and new evangelization, and mother and evangelizer of America. One of the chief means of evangelization used by Our Lady of Guadalupe is illegal immigration. Yes, Rome seeks to evangelize the United States with the gospel of a demon called Our Lady of Guadalupe. To borrow a Star Trek reference, it's as if Rome wants all Americans to become one with the fog bomb board through the lies of a demonic apparition. So, according to the immigration theory of the RCCS, not only do migrants have the right to barge into your country, immigration laws and economic conditions notwithstanding, they also have the right to take your stuff. And you have no say in the matter. As an American, your only job is to sit down, shut up and fork it over. To make matters worse, these same illegal immigrants are charged with the responsibility of evangelizing Americans with the doctrines of devils, namely, devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe. So much for the immigration theory of the RCCS. An estimated 1,000 migrants wait under the Anzaldúa's International Bridge near McAllen, TX, August 2021. This is what happens when Rome's evil immigration theory is put into practice. Rome's Immigration Practice Rome is daily, openly, and actively working to subvert the United States of America by promoting the current massive flood of illegal immigration across our southern border. One of the Trump administration's few real wins has, in the space of a mere seven months, been completely reversed by the treasonous, illegitimate Biden regime through La Invitacion, Spanish for y'all come on up and we'll give you lots of free stuff. In a recent article titled COVID-19, Catholics and Illegal Alien Charities, columnist Michelle Malkin, herself a Roman Catholic, exposed some of the wicked, treasonous activities of Catholic charities of the Rio Grande Valley, CCRGV. It seems that not only has CCRGV actively promoted illegal border crossings, but has put up large numbers of COVID-positive migrants and motels along the border. Citing Fox News reporter Bill Melligan, Malkin writes, Fox News reporter Bill Melligan reported on Tuesday that after an incident at a Whataburger, police in La Joya, Texas, say they've learned illegal immigrants who test positive for COVID-19 are being released from federal custody to a local Catholic charity in the Rio Grande Valley, which then places them in local hotels without notice. So here we are at a time when actual American citizens are being threatened with new lockdowns, mask requirements, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, vaccine strike forces, placement on no-fly lists, etc. all supposedly to save us all from the dread Delta variant, while illegal, COVID-positive immigrants brought here by the illegitimate Biden regime and Catholic charities are released into American cities with absolutely no concern for the health effects on the American people. 
To underscore the treasonous nature of CCRGV and its complete disregard for the health and well-being of the American people, Bill Melligan reports that he asked the executive director of CCRGV, a nun by the name of Norma Pimentel, how many COVID-positive illegal immigrants were quarantined in local hotels. Pimentel's response was that she had been advised not to comment. This nun, who is openly endangering the health of the America people, hides behind a no-comment when asked about her treasonous practices. Could anything be more typical of the arrogance and irresponsibility of the RCCS than this? In the border is even worse than you think, reporter Byron York wrote. Anyone paying attention to the news knows the situation on the U.S.-Mexico border is terrible. Anyone who actually visits the border discovers it is worse than that. Here is what is most striking about the government's response to the unprecedented surge of illegal border crossers, it is entirely improvised. Jury rigged. Thrown together in a scramble to accommodate thousands of migrants who were not coming just months ago. And the reason it is being improvised is that during his first days in office, President Joe Biden blew up the foundation of the government's handling of migrants. With a series of executive actions, Biden threw out key policies with nothing ready to replace them. And he did it using rhetoric that invited migrants to rush to the border, more than 172,000 in March alone, including nearly 19,000 unaccompanied children, emphasis mine. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. He serves not the interests of the American people, nor does he defend the Constitution. He is a tool of the Vatican and does the bidding of his father in Rome. What you are seeing on America's southern border is the practice of Rome's nation-breaking theory of immigration. Rum, Romanism and Rebellion When Presbyterian Samuel D. Burchard said describe the Democrats as the party whose antecedents have been rum, Romanism and rebellion, he could not have been more accurate or prescient in his remarks. The Democrats were then, and are much more today, exactly that. The current Pope and the Popes before him have openly called for mass migration in the name of humanitarianism. But it's not the good of the world's poor that is the concern of the occupants of the office of Antichrist. Their goal is world government, migrants are their pawns for achieving that end. And in the United States, the primary channel for the papal Antichrist to work his evil deeds has been the Democratic Party. This has been the case for over 150 years. By flooding America's southern border with an unprecedented flow of illegal immigrants, the Biden regime, the party of rum Romanism and rebellion, and their supporters in the schools, universities, and the media are working overtime to carry out Antichrist's immigration policy, see, for example, here, here and here. The ultimate aim of this policy to subvert the United States, and, more generally, the WWO and usher in a tyrannical, globalist empire headed by Rome. There is nothing, not one thing, about the Biden regime's immigration policy that is in any way beneficial to ordinary Americans or to the nation as a whole. But it does serve certain elite interests, in particular that of the RCCS, the Democratic Party, the massive governmental welfare bureaucracy, socialists generally, and those who benefit from the cheapest possible labor while offloading the social costs of that cheap labor onto taxpayers. Article 2, Section 1, Clause 8 of the Constitution sets forth the presidential oath of office, which reads, I do solemnly swear, or affirm, that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States, and will to the best of my ability, preserve, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. There is nothing, not one thing, about Joe Biden's immigration policy that is consistent with this oath. But his polices and his words have been consistent with carrying out the immigration policy of Antichrist. For this reason alone he deserves to be removed from office. One may well argue that Biden's immigration policy rises to the level of treason. In the opinion of this author, it does. The RCCS and the Popes of Rome are wicked beyond what most people can imagine. Time was, 
Christians understood the evil of Rome and imposed it. Writing in the 19th century, Charles Spurgeon said, It is the bounden duty of every Christian to pray against Antichrist, and as to what Antichrist is no sane man ought to raise a question. If it be not the popery in the Church of Rome there is nothing in the world that can be called by that name. But ask yourself, when was the last time you hear a sermon denouncing Rome as Mystery Babylon or the Pope as Antichrist? If you're like me or like most Christians in Bible-believing churches, the answer is never. Brothers, this cannot be allowed to stand. We must do better. Antichrist and his minions are openly, brazenly, and without opposition destroying America and other nations around the world through mass migration, immigration, and refugee resettlement. Yet our pulpits remain silent in the face of this evil. I'm reminded or the proverb, a righteous man who falters before the wicked is like a murky spring and a polluted well. For far too long, Protestants have faltered before the wicked popes of Rome. Things have gotten so bad that many nominal Protestants promote Antichrist as their brother in Christ. America is under sustained attack by Antichrist and Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots. It's high time Christians repented of their cowardice and called upon the Lord to grant them the courage to expose evil, nation-destroying immigration theory and practice of the papal Antichrist and the RCCS. The future of our nation depends on it.